0: Sophia Minnard. Sophia will have an answer as to why the roof was closed yesterday. Good afternoon, Sophia.
1: Hi, guys.
2: Minnard. Uh, yes. It was bad weather, wasn't
1: it? it was closed. Sophia will know.
0: Why did they close the roof?
1: Um, They were expecting rain in the area,
2: I think. So it was. Did they get it? They did not.
1: Um, not not by the stadium, no. Oh.
0: So what What inning was it? Because I was listening but wasn't aware
2: of.
1: I honestly don't know what inning it was. Uh, it was like kind of halfway through the game, and then it was partially open, and then it was closed all the way towards the end of the game.
2: The Milwaukee Brewers now a game back. Feel, what are you doing at the game that you don't know if the roof is closing? It's got to be a pretty big production watching the, I'm watching the game. I'm not tracking.
1: You're not movies. looking
2: up at the roof? You're not stargazing?
1: They give her I don't remember the specific image. They give her
0: like a hundred no. things to
1: do.
2: I'm just wondering if she's daydreaming over there. I'm like, what's going on over here?
1: Yeah,
2: don't oh, no. I'm just asking.
0: She's, I don't know. she's never daydreamed at the a major league game in her Have life. Have you seen I that thing think.
2: open and close? It seems like it'd be noisy. That's why I'm asking.
0: I, I've never... It, s- it isn't, and it's very quick now.
2: Oh, okay. It
0: doesn't take much time uh, at all.
2: Yeah, I was wondering how you could miss it. I don't know. I'm just uninformed over here about the roof. Sophia. Sophia. So do we have anything
1: else? Yes,
2: list? we do.
0: No, that's okay. it. No.
1: <laughs>
0: let's, let's move on. Um, I, Is the team better? Are you thinking better about the team there? It's not that they were ever bad, but are, are they more confident, or what's kind of the mood? Have they stayed the same? Um, they're, they're right in the midst of everything, even though much of the hitting has struggled at times.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, they had that the tough 6 hit losing streak in the, in the middle part of June, and then I think they've bounced back really well after that stretch. Um, you know, they went on the road and had 7-3, and three, uh, won all three series on the road, and now they're in a pretty big stretch back within the division, so... It helps to get two out of three against Pittsburgh. They're uh, even with the Cubs right now, and then they'll have the Reds for three. And then they'll see the Reds again um, coming out of the All-Star break. So they're going to be seeing a lot of Cincinnati here, and they'll be playing the Reds nine times here in July. So, um, you know, it, it's just with the balanced schedule, it's been a little different within the division. So these these division series, these, like, head-to-head matchups, and you can really impact the standings, um, they're a big deal. And so I think they've, they've done a great job against the division, which is a good thing.
0: In the locker room, who are the two leaders for the Brewers?
1: I would say Wade Miley, and I would say Christian Yelich.
0: Has, has that always been? I, I mean, like Brandon
1: Woodruff is in that group as well. Morgan okay. Burns is in that group. Um, yeah, I think they've, they've got a good good kind of cohesive group.
0: As for the Cubs games, it does appear, and I don't know how much different it is in the past, that there's greater cheering for the Cubs than there is for the Brewers. Uh, you, you've been doing this a while. Put it in the proper perspective this year versus other years.
1: Well, I think this series has been really fun. I mean, it's been sold out, or nearly sold out, for the first two games here. I think, obviously, it being a holiday week has helped that, but... Um, you know, I, I think it's just the way the games have played out, too. They've been really back and forth and come from behind, and I think you're seeing kind of both fan bases get really into it. I think there's parts of the games where it's, it's more Cubs fans, and then there's parts of the games where it's definitely more Brewers fans. So it's been a, it's been a fun matchup. This, this is their first time here in Milwaukee this season. Again, a little different because we haven't seen the Cubs since opening day and that series is at Wrigley, but uh, I'm sure we'll get another good crowd here tonight and tomorrow.
0: You mentioned oh, some time ago how much better uh, Christian Yelich was hitting, and then there was a story. I don't know it was uh, Bob Nightingale or whatever, that uh, Christian, he talked about changing his swing and that he doesn't take the big leg kick or whatever. Um, had yeah. you noticed that? Was, that? was this just the first time he decided to talk about it publicly?
1: No, this is this. I mean, I think guys are always looking to make changes, but what what he's talking about with that change of like quieting the leg kick and and going to more of a toe tap for timing, that was something that he started at the beginning of May uh, when the team was on the road in Colorado. And I, actually, the first game he did it, um, he homered, so it, it worked. And then he decided to kind of stick with it, and I think he's found something that has given him consistency and feels like he's on time and in a good position to hit and you've seen this, like, really consistent production from him over the last two months. And I think especially here in the month of June, the numbers are, are great for him. Um, he's in there pretty much every day, so that's been huge for him, just on the health front. But, yeah, I think um, you know, I think he's found an adjustment that is, like, repeatable for him and gives him consistent production.
0: And, I mean, this I feel like it's a stupid question because I know that he's the kind of person that just never changes much whether things are going well or not going as well the last couple of years. Uh, is that accurate or it would be understandable if he was a lot happier uh, now the way he's hitting versus the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. I think one thing that he's really good at is like staying even and not getting too high or too low with how things are going personally. Um, I think he's done a great job of that over his last couple of seasons Um because obviously it has been up and down for him and he does a great job of just like not taking one day into the next. Uh, you know, he always kind of talks about like you, if it's a good day, you enjoy the day for as long as you're in your uniform. And then as soon as you shower, um, you know, you're, you're kind of on to the next day and the next thing. And I think he's kind of really made a conscious effort of doing that. And I think that helps him. Um, I think for all these guys, that's true. You know, you, you can't get too emotional or too, i the roller coaster ride about how your personal results are day to day. And I think he's he's done a great job of that. But I do think, you know, he's – obviously everyone, like, has more fun and things are more enjoyable when you're getting results. Um, but, yeah, I think that's absolutely good for him. Uh,
0: any injury update?
1: Yeah, there's actually a lot of injuries and moves happening today. Uh, Rowdy Celez is going on the injured list with a forearm injury. And then they've called up uh, two new relievers and Tyson Miller and Jason Mejia. So we'll be getting our first look at Jason Mejia uh, for the season. And then uh, Clayton Andrews and the uh, Bukowskis were options. So, yeah, a lot of roster moves happening today.
0: Which is kind of how they, how they roll, right? They try some people, and if it doesn't work, then it doesn't take them long to make moves. It's pretty consistent with their approach, correct?
1: Yeah, and I think you know, like the Rowdy injury is, is a bummer. Obviously, he has struggled uh, to get things going consistently. So the forearm could definitely be part of why he's just been struggling to get consistency and why like, like the power has kind of gotten away for him recently. And then as it pertains to the the two relievers, um, you know, they're this is a really long stretch for them. They're in the middle of a stretch of 17 consecutive days, and they've got five more games, uh, including tonight before the All Star break. So. I think we were anticipating this kind of like kind of active roster management, specifically with the bullpen. And so you're uh, you're getting two right-handed pitchers up today.
0: Uh, Woodruff, any update there?
1: He was actually just out playing catch. uh, So that was a good thing for him. He's trending towards another bullpen. He threw two of them on the road in Cleveland and in New York. So, yeah, he's uh, he's continuing to make good progress.
0: Soon, he'll be back soon after the All-Star break. Set me straight. That's what I'm going with now.
1: We do not have a timeline for that. I think we'll have a much clearer idea of that, like when he's doing live VPs or out on a minor league rehab assignment. So um, we do not have, like, a date in mind of when he's going to rejoin the team.
2: Let's go get Shohei Ohtani. Yeah,
0: let's that, everybody. let yeah.
2: him. That'll help. What are the chances of the Brewers getting Shohei? <laughs> <laughs> He's. I.
0: I think he'll be traded. Don't you assume, Sophia? They'll try to get what they can for him for the rest of the. They're. They're not. They're not going to make the playoffs again. So why not send him to a playoff team uh, before the trading deadline, and then they could re-sign him. Right? They could bring him back if they wanted to. Correct. Uh, well,
1: the reports are that he will not be traded. Oh, I, I really? Think that everything can change. So oh. we'll see.
2: All right. Brewers aren't in play, that means. I do
0: not. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Sophia will be kind to so us. I think
1: that us. the Angels have made it their position that they don't intend to trade
0: So,
2: All right. That ends that. Oh, well, I tried. You did.
0: And the question oh. everybody's asking about every team. Thanks, Sophia. All
1: right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All Sophia right. Metter. See you.
2: I was I was gonna ask about the the draft coming up, but the, what's wrong with the baseball draft? It's like a non non event. Correct. They, That's terrible. Why don't they change that?
0: They can't change it. They could. No, you can't. You can't make people bigger than they are. There's no.
2: I know, the, but the, you but you could have instead of sending them to all these A's, triple double, whatever, the, all the A system. Like, do something else. All right. And then when they're actually ready to go, okay. Then whoever's ready to go during the draft, they they can step up and then step right on a team. That's how you get excited about it. Okay, I don't, well, I don't want to care about a guy going down the one of the A's. I don't even know what's the what's the worst A uh, single I believe A
0: short rookie, rookie, rookie A ball. ball. Right, and they have they have <laughs> cut back on the number of teams. Right.
2: who cares about if he's draft a guy and who's going down the rookie ball? I don't care. It just depends how it's. It's just hard they to know. They need a draft okay. to go right to the team. Uh, period. That's it. So you
0: don't draft until that point,
2: right? If they, whatever, whatever, wherever, I don't know. Are they coming from college? Wherever they are, right? Put them in a uh, like a, a G League system for the NBA, where they're playing down there, and anybody can draft them. They're not on anybody's team until, and then they can get drafted. All right. Rainman, caller five, caller five, 1-800-990-3776.
0: 3776 I got to Na- fix baseball.